Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Board Games Daily. I'm Jeremiah Isley. Thanks for tuning in. We've got some cool stuff coming at you today, including more on this week's topic and some very cool looks at some very cool Kickstarter projects. And who knows what else we'll get into as we head into the weekend. Hope you've had a great week. Hope that those of us in the U.S. that have been caught in this polar vortex, I guess up in Canada too, they've been having the same thing, have stayed warm and healthy and have enjoyed some time gaming like I have. Before we get any further though, I want to tease again, we've got that contest coming up on Monday, February 4th, where you will be able to enter to win one of every tiny epic game there is, plus a very sweet, very cool uh, game hall. It's a custom bag to hold all of those. So stay tuned for that. When it hits, you'll be able to go to theologyofgames.com. Go to the landing page there, click the button to enter the contest, and have at it. <laughs> We're really excited about this. Want to thank the folks at Gameland Games for working with us on that. Before we go any further, also need to remind you you can find us on social media at Board Games Daily on Twitter, and then on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Theology of Games. And if you ever want to be a part of the show and get your voice heard, your opinions, whatever it is that we're talking about, you can chime in by calling 216-352-3864. Leave a message there and we'll get you on the show. All right, that's all I've got for now. Let's get into this thing. Here we go. All right, so Jeremiah here, and I wanted to drop in on and weigh in on this week's topic that we've been discussing. We've been talking about, are there publishers, or I'm sorry, actually designers out there that when you see something coming out from them, you see a game being released that has their name in the design credit. Is that something you're just going to buy no matter what? And so... Uh, you know, Scott mentioned Scott Fell or Stefan Feld, and there's been some other folks kind of been mentioned, Reiner Knizia and things like that. I'm actually going to go a little bit off the beaten path. I, I Well, not really, but just somebody that's not maybe necessarily has that worldwide recognition. And this designer is actually a friend of mine, I would say now, and it's Jason Katarski. So here's the thing. Um, I've played maybe everything that he's designed. Maybe not. There might be a few that I'm missing in my collection. But he's got some great games. Um, The Great Heartland Hauling Company, Fidelitas, Dead Drop. I mean, these are really solid games. He's also a good developer. He's got games out there that he's kind of developed uh, alongside the designer. There it's not a huge catalog. It's not somebody like a Feld or a Kinesia or whatever, but the ones that are out there are really, really solid. So 
I would say find those guys, those up and comers, because these are some, that's just where it's at, right? There, obviously there's people with huge catalogs and they're not going to hit on every game, but you're going to find some great, great indie developers and indie designers that I think have wonderful, wonderful titles. So Jason Katarski's one, I could name a couple others, my buddy, Alan Girding, uh, Scott Alms, who does all the tiny Epic games and other games too. There's other really great Scott Alms games out there. Um, but you know, there's, I, I had to, I had to mention this because, um, I saw, I came across dead drop in my collection, which was Jason Katarski. He did that for, uh, crash games a few years ago. That is like one of my favorite puzzly deduction games. It is so simple. It's 13 cards, but it is so much fun. I've had so we've played that game hundreds of times. It just never gets old. It's a ton of fun. And uh, so there's there's a little maybe off the beaten path for you guys, a little indie influence on the show today. But check him out. Green Couch Games is his publishing company. Really great stuff. Really small games. Really cost effective sort of barrier to entry there. And uh, really great guy. So there it is. That's my entry into this week's topic. What? What would you say to that? Who do you go out and seek out the newest games from in the designing world when you see something that has somebody's name on it? Do you grab it sight unseen or are you just too jaded nowadays? Let us know. You can do that by emailing us. You can do that by hitting us up on social. Go to theologyofgames.com. There's all kinds of ways you can contact us there or call the hotline 216-352-3864. And we'll get you on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more here on Board Games Daily. Hey, everybody, this is AJ Skifstad weighing in on the discussion. Game designers who ga- whose games I will buy without a second thought. Well, to be honest, there are no game designers that I will just buy their game without truly taking a look at it and thinking about it. But there is game design or there are game designers that I just know their games are most likely going to be good and I'm most likely going to want them in my collection and for me it's a bigger one it's one that's been around it's got legs to stand on and that's Days of Wonder they have games like Ticket to Ride, Mystery of the Abbey, Mystery Express, Small World, uh, Yamatai, uh, Five Tribes, all these oh Memoir 44 can't forget that I mean they've got great games now The thing about it is, is they have a few misses. Most companies have a few misses here and there. But Days of Wonder really takes time before they release a game. They don't release them that often because they want to make sure that they've got a game that's really solid and really sticks. And I think for the most part, they do a fantastic job. I love Days of Wonder games. Anytime they come out with something new, I'm going to be anxious to play it. So that's my go-to designer. Love Days of Wonder. Check out their games if you haven't. Most people know Ticket to Ride, but they've got a lot of good stuff besides that. Check them out. That's it for now. Check you later. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey there everyone, Firestone here, bringing you a first impression of the new game from Tasty Minstrel Games, Crusader, 
thy will be done. This is a game that kind of abstractly uh, deals with the topic of the different orders going out into the Middle East and Europe and trying to convert the infidels. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of a problematic theme, but I would um, basically it is a uh, it's designed by Seth Jaffe, Jaffe Jaffe I think is pronounced and it's a rondel game where um, you have different actions on a kind of a circle and then you have these action tokens that you move around you'll you'll take an action and then you take the tokens that are on there and distribute them to the next rondel pieces so those get progressively stronger and your actions are things like traveling around the land, raising up troops, crusading, which is basically defeating the people who are already in that land, and getting just influence points, and then building buildings, which is a big part of the game. Each person has a tableau in front of them, or a kind of a, a player board with a bunch of buildings on them. And as you put these buildings out on the map, you Oh, unlock new abilities, like your build is stronger or your muster is stronger, things like that. And there's not really player interaction. You're not fighting against each other, except in the sense that you're trying to get to different spaces first so that you can beat the enemy who is there for the points or build a building there because only each space only holds one building. And so the only conflict is you getting there first. And so there, it, there is quite a bit of jockeying for that and sw swooping in and, uh, and taking a place. And then each of those rondel spaces can also be upgraded so that there are two things on it. So instead of building, you can crusade and build, which means you can get into a place and then on the next turn you could defeat the enemies who are there and then also build a building. Whereas before, maybe you could defeat them, somebody else could swoop in and build a building there. So, lots of different things to think about. Uh, we all quite liked it, the game until the end where it just kind of, it's not even like it ends abruptly. It's like it just kind of peters out like a whiny fart. That's a weird analogy, but it's true. We are just kind of at the end and there weren't any more places to build buildings and there weren't any more enemies on the map, so you're just kind of like... Oh, uh, now I guess I'll I'll try and take a point, and I'll take a point, and the game uh, ends when you run out of a set number of points that you've set aside, and so all you're doing then is is setting up your rondel to get points at the end, and it's really anticlimactic. I don't know how it can be fixed, and I also don't know that every game will be that way, but it does seem like most games are going to be that way because. That's I mean you're you're running out and getting these things. You want to get to these other spaces first. And then suddenly those spaces are gone. And now what do you do? You just get points for the few last turns. So really excited about it. I think it's a good game. I just wonder about that end game. More plays. This was obviously a first impression because we only played once. But first impression is that it's a really good game with an anticlimactic ending. We'll see how it holds up. But Crusader, that will be done. Fun game. I liked it. Check it out. It's from Tasty Minstrel Games. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, that's going to do it for another day here on Board Games Daily. Thanks so much for tuning in. Really appreciate that. Don't forget, if you like the show, we would love it if you would get out there and share it with other folks. Let them know that you're enjoying it and that you find value in it. And even better yet, if you're on Instagram, or I'm sorry, iTunes, wherever you're listening, 
give us those five-star reviews, write a review out. Those things help us get ranked, help other people find us. It all really helps the cause. So thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, thanks again for listening. We'll, don't forget, check out that contest from Gameland Games. They're helping us out with this thing. You're going to be able to get a great, great prize of all the deluxe versions of all the Tiny Epic games. Super excited about that. And don't forget the hotline. You want to get in on the conversation? Call 216-352-3864 and you'll be a part of the show. All right, that's all we've got for now. For my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone, I'm Jeremiah Isley saying, until we see you on Monday, you really should go play some games. We'll see ya. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.